0: Echo, Echo. Reverberation. reverberation, waves that waves bounce and that reflect back to their source.
1: Those are the principles that make radar and sonar work. But if you thought those inventions originated in the 20th century, you're in for a surprise.
2: This is Truth in the Test Tube, a program where we examine nature with the logic of cause and effect, suggesting that nature is an effect, whose cause is God. So let's turn up the heat, add the light of analytical thinking, and see what truth bubbles up.
1: Researchers are carrying laptop computers into tropical jungles to learn from unusual teachers, bats. These unusual flying mammals have a sonar system that scientists are still studying.
0: If I recall correctly, sonar is a sound wave equivalent of radar.
1: Yes, radar gets its name from abbreviating the English words radio, detecting and ranging. In
0: other words, radar uses radio waves to detect objects and to determine their distance and speed. A radio transmitter sends out short pulses of radio waves. If the waves strike an object, some of them are reflected back to a radio receiver.
1: Yes, and by detecting the direction from which the waves return, radar equipment can tell where an object is. And by measuring the length of time from when a wave is sent until it arrives back, the radar computes how far away the object is. And there are many variations and refinements of this technique, but this is the basic principle of them all.
0: Why did engineers apply the radar principle to sound waves and develop sonar?
1: Because radio waves don't travel reliably in some conditions, such as in detecting submarines underwater. Sonar is short for Sound Navigation and Ranging. Men thought they had invented it during World War II, until they discovered bats have been using it for many centuries. I was reading that an Italian scientist had suspected
0: that bats were using some kind of technology back in the 1770s. Lazaro Spallanzani observed that bats navigated in the dark as accurately as people do in daylight.
1: Thinking maybe bats might have eyes sensitive enough to see in light too dim for humans he experimented by blindfolding several bats. The bats avoided flying into obstacles as well with blindfolds as without them. Spallanzani made the experiment more difficult by adding obstacles, including thin silk threads. The blindfolded bats somehow sensed even these, and continued flying with no collision. About the same time, a Swiss researcher found that if he blocked bats'
0: ears... They flew into objects. Neither scientists had the sophisticated equipment that we have today, so neither of them figured out the complete answer of how bats navigate. They simply noted the curious facts.
1: Shortly before World War II, two American scientists at Harvard University pursued the problem. They discovered bats were sending and receiving sounds at frequencies too high for humans to hear, at about 35,000 hertz. And researching further, they found that a bat emits sounds in short pulses, about one hundredth of a second long. And when it's flying through a clear area, it transmits about five short staccato pulses per second. As it approaches an obstacle, it speeds up to about 60 pulses each second, to make sure it detects every danger and avoids it.
0: Don't bats often fly in groups? Yes. If the whole group navigates by sending out sonar signals, how do they avoid confusing each other? How does every bat separate its signal from the rest of the crowd?
1: Each bat transmits on a slightly different frequency, as if a frequency control bureau has given them assignments. And each bat's ears are so selective that either he's deaf to sounds from other bats... Or at least he can ignore them and concentrate on his own sounds.
0: Amazing.
1: And they also discovered that the bats' mouths and ears are directional. The mouths send the sound in just one direction and the ears listen in the same direction. Reducing interference still further, these high frequencies fade out and disappear in a shorter distance than the waves we humans can hear. So we wonder how these miniature mammals know what frequencies to use.
0: How can the bat make 5 to 60 sounds per second and still breathe? How can it eat the insects that it catches while flying when its success in flight depends on having its mouth open, emitting sound
1: pulses? Research on bats is continuing. An article in the New York Times began... As the sun goes down, two conservation biologists, Bruce and Carolyn Miller, trudge into the tropical forest of Belize, carrying a portable table and laptop computer swaddled in plastic to keep the bugs from gumming up the keys. Within 15 minutes, high-speed blips are racing across the computer screen. The blips record the sonar signals sent out by bats as they flit unseen through the night, navigating around obstacles and locating prey. The researchers' Australian-made system, which detects signals too high to be audible to the human ear, has made it possible to study these often misunderstood mammals by capturing the voice and not capturing the bat.
0: That's a major improvement. Before that, researchers trying to count bats have had to capture them with nets or traps, This technique will enable researchers to do far more than count the total bat population.
1: The article continues, So far, the Millers have catalogued the distinct calls of 17 of the 37 insect-eating bat species known in Belize. Once all have been identified, it will be possible for a scientist to set up the gear at night and tell relatively quickly which bats are present. For example, experts used to think the shaggy-haired bat was extremely rare. But new data shows it's quite common in Belize. Before, people thought that leaf-nosed bats were the dominant species because they were the ones getting caught in the nets. Now they know insectivore bats are also abundant.
0: Will that kind of information enable leaders to plan logging and agricultural development in ways that won't result in rare species becoming extinct?
1: Yes. The disadvantage of the new acoustic method is that a researcher must not only hear a voice, but also see the face of each species of bat at least once, or he can't know which sound represents which species. And that's not easy. One trap in a 50,000 hectare study area is like a postage stamp on the forest. The researchers tracked one mysterious bat voice through the forest for months, and when they caught it, they let the bat fly around their kitchen, which also serves as a laboratory. And as the bat flew around the ceiling fans, scientists turned on the bat detector and immediately recognised the sound pattern they previously heard.
0: So they could know which species had made the sound pattern they had been hearing before.
1: Right, and after nights of listening and analysing the sounds, the team has gotten to know the bat species' songs by heart. We sit there with a computer naming them off, Mrs Miller said. Her husband can identify some when he hears just two notes.
0: We can summarise by saying some of the world's most capable scientists are still amazed at the bat's sonar navigation system. Yet the little bat has been carrying and using this sophisticated apparatus for thousands of years.
1: And we can ask, who designed and made it for him? Who taught him how to use it? Maybe this flying creature who can outnavigate humans can help us find our way. What do you mean? or well, maybe the bat's sonar system is leading us to discover that there's a being far smarter than either bat or man. Maybe the famous scientist Lord Kelvin was right when he said, "If you think strongly enough, you'll be forced by science to believe in God
0: so maybe this flying creature. Can help us find our way.
2: Thank you for listening to Truth in the Test Tube. Now it's your turn to talk back to us with comments, questions, and suggestions. We have two different email addresses depending upon where you live. For most of the world, it's truth test at truthinthetestube.org. That's truth test at truthinthetestube.org. If you live in India, please use testtube at radio882.com. I repeat, testtube at radio882.com. Our phone number in India is 91984-561-6412. Here it is again, 91984-561-6412 in India. Be sure to join us again soon here on Truth in the Test Tube.